0: Uh, I'll, I'll compromise, i compromise, i compromise, we compromise, 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 and I got it. Look, uh, what does it take for you to be great? Keep it a hundred, bro. you know the answer. Pursuing your purpose, creating profits, building legacy. Anything less, how could you even fathom? Just sit back and imagine all that can truly happen when you pursue your passions. Yeah. So eliminate distractions and get back to the that action. That's a law of attraction. You gotta build a team to build a dream. Family, faith, and focus. Council can only build a king. Are you prepared to reign? Cause whether you weather the weather, the weather won't change uh. Whether you weather the weather, your weather won't change uh. Stay true to the vision, stay true to the mission Gotta get to the finish, take a moment to listen And come and see it through our eyes We'll show you what it means to live uncompromised We're uncompromised Uncompromised, uncompromised We're uncompromising yeah. Uncompromised, uncompromised We're uncompromising.
1: Welcome back, uncompromising family. Uh, This is Coach Jimmy G along with my homeboy, Devon. And we are back for day two of our pop-up podcast, this five-day training that we are conducting for you, our uncompromising family, which has all to do with diligence and making sure that you take action, follow through, and finish what you start. Uh, That is the main thing that we are trying to help you do. Again, we've been talking about um, this whole this whole concept of you know what it what does it really take to be a finisher why is being a finisher so important uh we gave a lot of different aspects to that on day 1 uh which was yesterday and we are excited about continuing this journey with you and not only us finishing but you finishing these 5 days and all of the additional goodies that we have for you along the way uh so this day too, we are going to be focusing on a really, really important question uh, that you should be asking yourself, right? Uh, with so many positive benefits to being a finisher, it would seem like we would automatically finish everything that we start, right? We talked about um, the the different ways you begin to see yourself, the credibility that you, you begin to build, uh, just all of the positive feelings but again, with all of those those benefits that we discussed in day one, typically most of us still find ourselves in a spot where we're just, we're just not finishing what we start. Uh, after all, like why, why stall out if, if what you're trying to finish is so good for us? Why wouldn't we continue? Why wouldn't we push forward, press on, and complete this? Um, there could be a lot of different reasons, uh, and we're going to go over several of them with you today. But it is it is a tough question to ask, you know. I think about um, even one of the most recent uh, communities and and efforts. This was a few years ago. um, I I think you know it really gets down to 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 your purpose, right, and and why you're doing what you're doing. Um, At least that's one of, to me, one of the strong aspects of this. Um, But you know, I was at a point where. I knew that I wanted to, to, to really get back into helping people from a, a health and fitness standpoint, really more on the nutrition aspect. Uh, for me, I was at a point where I knew I wasn't in the, the I don't want to say the best shape, but I just wasn't in the shape that I wanted to be in. Uh, and I started to, to focus back on, kind of that, that low carb lifestyle. Right. And, um, I said, you know what, I'm really going to start diving into this keto lifestyle and and ketosis and how to get your body into ketosis. And what does that mean? Uh, and again, really diving into that, And then creating uh, this group where I started helping people uh, in Facebook and built this community up to about 300 people and started running 21 day challenges uh, and was going through that process uh, of running these 21 day challenges, helping a lot of folks, had a a lot of great fun. People were seeing results. It was fantastic. Uh, And as time progressed, I realized couple of things. I mean, some things happened at work in a a very positive way that, you know, really uh, needed a a greater level of focus and attention. Uh, But I also knew as time progressed that that wasn't really the purpose, you know, for me at that particular, at that particular time. Um, And I think because of that, and and while I, again, still have a, a, a still do, and at that point had a strong passion to help people, um, it just wasn't something that, I saw I was gonna be able to continue long-term. So it was something I started, and it was something that was very successful. And again, we did probably about three or four different uh, 21 day challenges over a span of several months, Uh, but it wasn't something I finished in the sense of continuing on and really taking that group and what we were trying to do to the next level. so I definitely think, you know, figuring out your purpose is is very important for you as an individual uh, and definitely as an entrepreneur, which is why that's a main component of, of what we do in our From Purpose to Profits program and our coaching program is to help people really realize, like, why do you think you're doing what you're doing? It's not about the money. I mean, yeah, we need to, we all need to make money. We want to support ourselves and support our family. Uh, but if in my opinion, uh, and I'm sure you agree with this, Devon, if there's not a stronger reason, if it's not really satisfying that purpose that you feel you you have for yourself and for your life, more times than not, you're going to end up quitting or maybe not even starting to begin with because you don't have that strong connection. Um, so that was just something that that really kind of resonated with me as, as I was thinking about this topic and day two and getting into this. Uh, and then I also think about, man, all of the times that I started, you know, a a, a particular business and went down a particular path and, you know, I, I played that role that people still play today. Like I'm just going to try to get all the free stuff I can get. I'm following people and I'm going to get the, the free ebook and the free guide uh, or maybe even the free challenge, which is all great. And we're happy that you're here too to, to get this free content from us. But at some point, and this was actually this at, during the same time that I was doing the, uh, the keto coaching, I realized I got to stop with the free stuff. Like I, I need to to invest in myself to be able to continue to move forward, to press forward, and again, really start to to finish something. And um, I just know that you know again during that that time in, in my life that it was just super helpful to to be able to invest in myself and get a coach and continue on that process of trying to be the best coach that I can possibly be and investing in myself. Um, So making sure that you are are gaining assistance, making sure that you know what your true purpose is, and and that coach actually helped me to figure some things out at that particular time as well, Uh, I think were really crucial for me to say, okay, I like what I'm doing. I have a strong passion for what I'm doing, but is, is this really going to to satisfy the purpose that I feel for me that that God has for me? Um, so extremely important to for me, again, to, to make sure that you're locked in with that purpose so that you can actually not just start something. But actually finish it and see it all the way through. So those were some instances where I really had to ask myself, all right, what, what is going on? Why why am I not finishing this this process, finishing what I started, and then what can I do in the future to make sure that I don't make those same mistakes or don't make that same mistake again?
0: Yeah, so um a couple of things that, you know, I would just want to add to kind of what you laid out from your own experiences when it comes to the importance of purpose and the importance of purpose when it comes to finishing. Because I, th- I think the reason why we focus on this is the kind of the day two uh, topic is in order to understand. Right. In order to understand how you can change your, your behaviors, you got to understand your habits and really understanding what is driving you in the first place to um to default to not finishing right to acquiesce mm-hmm. to, to finishing or to to um not finishing and so uh i think you know a couple of things that you touched on are so appropriate the first being the importance of purpose you know for for uh us you know our view is that you know purpose is kind of that north star that helps drive your priorities and if you don't have a clarity of purpose, how can you ever have clarity in what your priorities should be in order to deliver on manifesting that purpose, first and foremost? And that's mm-hmm. something that we stress quite a bit in our Purpose to Profits program. Uh, the other thing is, you know, you talked about your experiences um, as a nutritional coach um, and from a fitness perspective, and I think, you know, the the analogy of nutrition is just so appropriate when you're thinking about finishing because if I, if I think about all of the different things, the different you know the the different things that we consume as entrepreneurs that land on our plate, finishing, finishing at the end of the day is the vegetables, it's the veggies. Like, yeah, it's not as sexy as that steak. But we know there's a tremendous amount of nutritional value there, a tremendous amount of benefit there if we mm-hmm. just prioritize eating it. And when you think about, you know, like you said, some of the habits we all fall into entrepreneur as entrepreneurs of, um, trying to consume all the free stuff that we can. Like I, I take it a step further and, I, and, and I, and I almost say it's like akin to trying to, get all of your necessary fruit and vegetable intake that's required by only consuming the samples at Costco. Like, like not investing in yourself, not buying any fruit. You're just like, no, nah, I don't need to buy it. I don't need, I ain't going to make the, you know, I'm not going to make the commitment to actually buy the broccoli, right? I'm just walking yeah. around and get some of these samples and that should get me to. And, you know, while you may discover new things that you may have an appetite for you may discover new things that you can add to your plate you may discover new ways that you can um season and look at the potential of those veggies to make them as attractive as maybe the steak it's not going to be impossible to get the full nutritional value that you really need in order to aid in your health and your growth and your nutrition by simply consuming the samples, and so everything that we're sharing with you guys through our pop-up podcast, through the podcast content that we've break, been breaking down for you, it's just that we have an abundance of free samples because we believe in the product, we believe in um, our ability to to season it, to flavor it, to 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 make it mm. attractive, to so um, you will be willing to consume it because we know the nutritional value is going to be there, the value we're offering is there, but. You're not going to be able to sustain as an entrepreneur and grow your business simply eating the free samples. You're going to have to buy some of these veggies at some point. Right. And so um, we've come to that realization through our entrepreneurial journey, as we've made several investments in ourselves um, in order to get to this point. And for our uncompromising entrepreneur listeners, we hope that you uh, finally come to that realization as well, if you haven't done so yet. And. Bet on yourself, make that investment, make that investment in your health, because it's going to be necessary in order for you to get the maximum value, the maximum nutritional value possible out of everything that we're going to be offering uh, to you through this pop up and beyond. So, um, yeah, man, I just think, um, you know, you kind of you know, talking about your your experience from a nutritional perspective is just uh, so appropriate for kind of what we're going to be laying out for our audience uh, over these next couple of episodes.
1: No, that was spot on. I appreciate that so the question i asked is like why why stall out right if, if finishing is so good for us what well, typically it's for the same reasons like we were just talking about why we don't do other good things while we're not eating our vegetables or trying to, to just get samples knowing that we need more uh, while we're not exercising for you know at least an hour or so a day or if we are then we're likely, if we're doing those things, and this definitely happens in my life as well, there might be other areas that we're falling short in, uh, such as getting enough sleep, uh, or maybe even just setting healthy boundaries with people in your life, right? So in short, y'all, we know we're all humans, none of us are perfect. Um we 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 have very human failings. That's just the nature of of who we are. Um, we get busy or we don't prioritize, or we just get too tired. And that's not even the end of it. In today's lesson, we're going to be taking a closer look at what we feel are some of the most popular culprits regarding not getting things done. So we have a full uh, dirty dozen, but we're not going to go through the whole dirty dozen. Uh, We're just going to break down about five or six of these. If you want to be able to get, again, the, the whole deep dive and the breakdown again, as we continue to go through the rest of uh, this week in our five day pop up podcast, we'll definitely break down to you how you can get uh, the full deep dive of all of this dirty dozen from day two and some additional content that you are not going to want to miss. So when we say this dirty dozen, right, these statements are they may seem familiar, and you probably have said them to yourself or. If you didn't say them, you definitely have heard somebody else say them to you uh, because we use them a lot or some type of variation of these statements. Um, if this is the case, please, y'all, family, don't feel bad. Again, none of us are perfect. Everyone gets frustrated at times, um, which, again, is at the heart of each of these excuses. So the first excuse that we wanted to, to talk about is just the fact that you may say to yourself well, the reason that I'm not going to finish this is because this is not what I thought it was going to be. Right? We all get uh, what we think are great ideas in theory, but sometimes, though, they prove not to be as exciting or profitable as we think they might be, which is why Devon and I stress so much doing your due diligence and putting in the research to make sure that this is actually a winning idea, uh, and that you've done the research with your offer, with your your target market, your tribe, with uh, competition that's out there, and you've taken all the proper steps to ensure that, to the best of your ability, that you have a, a really good understanding of what it is that you're getting yourself into. Again, once we, we dig into the hard work of making these, these goals that we're setting for ourselves a reality, we can very quickly realize that, man, I'm like, now I'm neck deep into this situation. And this has become something, you know, altogether, something different than what I I thought it was going to be again, because most likely we didn't necessarily put in, uh, the, the proper amount of research. Um, but what I feel, man, is that, you know, it is unfortunate where typically when people get to this point that this is where they quit and they make that mistake of quitting and not pushing it a little bit more, not you know taking a few more steps forward um, and and working through some of the um, these rough spots, these challenges, or these things that they're learning and that are coming about that maybe they didn't expect. But that's not a bad thing. Like there's always going to be. Um, barriers there's always going to be challenges you know we're not we don't have a crystal ball right we we even when you're doing your due diligence there's always going to be that potential for something to come about that you weren't expecting so how do i handle those situations when i get to there and give myself and this business idea that i have you know the best possible chance of finding some level of success without just saying you know what this ain't what i thought so i'm just going to quit and leave it at
0: that exactly like um Yeah, I think really what drives a lot of this, to be honest with you, is that, you know, sometimes as entrepreneurs, as people in general, but definitely as entrepreneurs, we spend too much time consuming the highlight reels and not enough time consuming the training footage. And so we get to see kind of the end results and um you know, the um, again, the the sexy plays and, you know, um, the in like that end result of, of success that motivates us to some extent and inspires us to, to a certain extent to want to pursue it. But it also, if you're not um, understanding the grind that people had to go through in order to attain those things, it's also setting you up for some unrealistic expectations. And so when you get into the grid of it, you're like, oh. Yeah, this isn't what I thought it would be. I thought it was going to be more Mm -hmm. like the highlight reel. And um, really, it's your expectations that are off, because like, Papa, it can be like the highlight reel. After you do all Mm -hmm. of the training room work, after you do all of the grunt work, after you do the two-a-days, after you do the um, blood, sweat, tears, vomiting, long sleep, all of those things, after you do all of that, and you put in the hours... That's when you get to um, producing highlight reel type um, content, uh, and so um, yeah, I think it's so important to guard against that by doing your due diligence so that you have a realistic expectation of what that journey is going to be like—the pros, you know, the peaks and the valleys—so that when you're in those valleys, you don't succumb to the thought process that, oh man, well this, you know, I can't even see the view from here. Um, you know this is a valley this isn't a peak exactly it's a valley you're not supposed to see the view all, right? all you can see is what's in front of you and that should be motivation to get to the peak so you can enjoy that view that you aspire to enjoy Nah, facts
1: so that's that's the first one that we want to cover out of uh this this half dozen that we're going to break down for you uh again we're, and what we're focusing on is really thinking about that main question, why don't I finish what I start? Uh, As Devon drops his phone over there. (laughs) And you might tell yourself, I don't know what I'm doing. So have you ever been so excited about something that you just threw yourself in before you even knew where you were actually going or maybe what you were doing? If you've ever stalled out because you suddenly have this idea, just, you know, what you're aiming for, you know, this landmine all too well, right? This is the kind of, of confusion that is exactly what we find ourselves in uh, when you become unsure of of this path or this work that you're doing, if it really fits the, the goal, right? Or if you're unable to figure out the next action because you just have no idea quite where you're going. You just fi- feel yourself excuse me, finds yourself lost, you know, in this situation. Uh, and now you're telling yourself, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, this is not, you know, this is not going to, to work. Uh, I have no idea of of what that next step is. Again, so you use this as an excuse to say, you know what, I'm just going to stop here and I'm going to quit. You know, one of the things that is so important about being a part of a community, about seeking help, about seeking guidance, about having a coach and having people that are like-minded and that you are interacting with on a frequent basis is that you're going to be able to learn from others. You know what? Maybe there is something that you've come across and you don't necessarily know exactly how to do it but the cool thing about having a community is that you're able to share ideas you're able to uh to be able to glean from other people and see what they're doing again if you're working with a coach uh, or a mentor you're able to ask questions and have them you know really point some things out and and maybe clear up some of that fog so that you have a better understanding of what you need to do to, again, to finish maybe this next step, this next, this next aspect so that you can continue to move forward and get this project done, uh, get this business started, get that, you know, get to that next level that you're trying to attain for yourself and for your customers and the people that you're yeah, working I with. I think,
0: um, like at some point we hit that, that, that point in our process, especially when we're trying something new, where we, we finally get to that that, that unknown That point where we feel like, Mm -hmm. man, I'm not sure what the next step should be. And maybe I'm in over my depth. And I think first and foremost, it's helpful to to acknowledge that all of us as entrepreneurs at one point or another go through that. And that's even more of a reason why there's value in community. There's value in being surrounded by Mm -hmm. other folks that have had to confront that abyss of the unknown and have had to figure out. How do I get myself to a point of confidence where I'm willing to take that step, whether it is I can take that step in confidence because I'm following somebody who has expertise um, or encouragement or or guidance and they've had to walk this path before. And so they can help um, point me in the right direction of where I should place my footing or um, or somebody who has traveled a different path and they've been able to give me some. Strategies to help prepare myself for the unknown by doubling down on my due diligence, doing my research. And, you know, maybe I'm not 100 percent certain, but through diligence and preparation and the whole nine, I can get to 95 percent, 90 percent, 85 percent, 80. Those are still great odds. And then being able to trust in myself as an entrepreneur through the skills that I've amassed, the track record I've produced, and then the diligence that I've done that I can figure out the rest. And so um, we're not saying that you should never have that thought that I don't know what I'm doing. It's about what do you do? What what actions do you take when you have that dialogue? And how do you lean into that and you know, kind of that that next logical question of I don't know what I'm doing and then what? Right. Like, and then what? Like, what can you do in order to build up your confidence so that you can continue to pursue pursue your purpose, pursue this journey um, and continue to go down this path so you can get to the point of competency? Right. Because so you can get to the point of competency, because mm-hmm. if we allow something as simple as I don't know what I'm doing to um, be a deterrent in every aspect of our life, we still be crawling around like babies, right? <laughs> some of us some of us still wouldn't be <laughs> driving. Like we had to overcome that hurdle at one point or another and and we told ourselves, I have to do this in order to unlock the next level of life, whatever that, that um achievement may be. Well, the same is true for your business and what you're building and your legacy and your purpose and the service that you're gonna be providing folks that are in need. So yeah. Ask yourself that question. Sure up the resources um, so that you can take that step confidently.
1: So as we continue to move on, Devon is, uh, is going to jump into the next one. Uh, we were discussing this before we, you know, before we started to hit record and, and jump into uh, day two in this particular lesson, but the excuse is. It's, it's more fun where I am or I'm, I'm, you know, me just having that thought that I'm comfortable where yeah, I'm at. So
0: as we were talking about this one, man, the, the thing that kept resonating to me was, um, was, uh, Matthew McConaughey, phenomenal actor. I, like literally, I, I forgot what I was watching. Um, was that a time to kill or something like that? Or the Thanksgiving break? Um, where he's a lawyer, he's had a couple of movies where he's a lawyer, but obviously the the one that comes to mind when you think about Matthew McConaughey and it's kind of iconic lines, right, is the you know him saying like, all right, all right, all right, right, and him being the skeevy guy that has graduated from high school that still wants to hang around high school, or wants to hang around high school because that's where the good old days were, right? That's where he was comfortable. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, how often do you find yourself as, you know, do we find ourselves as entrepreneurs because um, I'm having fun, which is really code for I'm comfortable where I'm at. I figured it out or also code for I'm afraid. I'm afraid of what I may have mm-hmm. to give up or what is going to be required. I'm afraid of going from being an expert to being a novice in a space. How often do we find ourselves looking like Matthew McConaughey in that movie? or as entrepreneurs hanging around the same, you know, folks, or maybe it's um, the next generation of startup entrepreneurs. And we've been in this game for five, six, seven years, but the way that we're operating is the same as if we were an upstart, even though our clientele, Mm -hmm. our business, our acumen has really called for us to start to evolve how we do business, right? Like, Hey, maybe I just started, you know, um, You know, two months in, and so people are comfortable with, hey, bro, just um, you know, uh, cash at me, right? The payment, um, and I'll text you the receipt, or, um, hey, man, you know, I don't take any type of digital transaction. Like, you got to get cash out the ATM. So, uh, I'm gonna drive, like, I'm gonna follow you up to the bank, and then you can take the money out. Like, when you're a startup, you know, there's a little bit more grace for that. But now once you start to hit two, three, four, five years in the game of your craft and your business, people start to expect a certain level of professionalism. They start to expect you to elevate. And honestly, as an entrepreneur, if you're not elevating and improving your business, improving how you how you do business, how you provide customer service, how you scale your service offering, all of that stuff. If you're not showing growth. The consumer looks at you as outdated. They, they look at you as, mm. well, uh, you know, you were cutting edge like two, three, four years ago, but you ain't got the sauce like that now. And so why would I want to, as a consumer today, spend my hard-earned money on something that is not going to reflect the value of today? Because it's stuck in processes and experiences that are dated and not scalable, right? Um, and so... Um, I think with this one specifically, what we're challenging you on is, you know, challenging that thought process of telling yourself, "Well, oh, look, I'm you know, I, I I'm having fun. I, I know what I'm doing because truthfully, it's just masking the fact that really what you're saying is I'm afraid of change. I'm afraid of mm-hmm. I'm afraid of what again and Jimmy called this. Out, I thought it was spot on. I'm afraid of what I may have to give up in order to attain that next level. I'm afraid of what I may have to give up in order to attain that next level. Um, and really what we often find ourselves doing is actually hanging on to an anchor um, that's preventing us from you know, taking flight and hitting that next level of success um, from a business perspective. Uh, and you have to let it go. You have to be able to let it go. Um, and honestly, the last thing I'll say about this is this is another reason why community is so important. Because um, if anybody has done any type of group workouts, whether you are running or whether you are lifting, right, you keep a certain pace, or you may you may push yourself to a certain extent when it's just you on the track or you in the weight room. But then when you have a peer, somebody you acknowledge as a peer, somebody that you say, "Hey, we have similar goals. We're equally you know we're equally yoked in terms of perspective and outlook and what we want to achieve," and Maybe normally on a bench press, I'm, put, you know, I'm putting up 215, but then I see I see my peer, they're throwing around 225. I haven't tried to do 20, 225 before. Well, now I feel compelled to push myself to match their mm-hmm. level of output because I've already acknowledged you as a peer, which means I should be as capable as you are. And if not, well, this is the perfect time for me to take some type of risk and to stretch myself outside of my comfort zone because I have support with me that's going to ensure that it's not fatal, right? And that it's not damaging. And, and again, that I'm doing my diligence and I have the right technique in the whole nine. And so that's where community can come into play is community just by the nature of being involved in the community is going to force you to not be comfortable with staying where you're at because everybody else is is progressing forward. We're celebrating progressing forward and you want to be a part of that process as well and be able to share in those celebrations and those wins. So.
1: 100%. One of the words that you mentioned it pace, you know, I think about it, again going to the gym and that was one of the reasons why just a little over a year ago I went back, you know, to the CrossFit gym is because yeah, I was doing workouts at my house, but I knew the pace, you know, how I knew there was another level that I can push myself at or or two and sometimes you do it when you're on your own. But it's it's it is better and it is more fun when you have other people. You're not competing with them because in the end you're still competing with yourself. But it's like, all right, well, I know I could be going a little bit more faster. You know what I mean? Or I can be pushing it just a little bit more harder. Uh, and like you said, having having that community, it just provides that man. It provides it in so many different ways. Uh, and, and again, which is why it's it's so important. And. and I think about when we talk about being, you know, comfortable or you know, being uh, happy where I'm at because I'm having fun. I think about Robert Kiyosaki when he talks about the four quadrants. Right? You may be in a situation where, you were blessed, like you left that nine to five and you are no longer an employee. You are self-employed, and if that's where you're at and you are loving every minute of it, then that's great. Do you have the right systems in place, though? Do you have processes in place? Uh, you know, you talked about having people, uh, you know, DMing payments and, and using Cash App and stuff like that. Again, which is not, it's not the worst thing, but really elevating and taking your business to another level to where you are a true solopreneur and you have processes in place to where if, if you decide to go on vacation. You're actually your business is still moving forward, like you're still able to make money in that process. Uh and that's one of the things that when I started uh winning formula marketing uh back in the day, and even while we're doing what we do now, is you know, you see people that they're self-employed, but essentially what they've done now is they've left their job and now they have a job that basically they own. And because they're afraid. They don't want to give up. You know, trusting another employee or somebody to to do a little bit of the work. They're literally doing everything. And if they're not showing up, they're not making any money at all. Um, and bless your heart. Like again, if, if that's truly where you're at and you're happy there, that's cool. I would think that again with with some tweaks with some processes with some systems in place and and making it easier for yourself uh and and alleviating some of that additional work even if it's getting a virtual assistant in place to help you with some of the administrative work just doing different things are going to alleviate some of that stress so again so that you can take time off you can have vacation and your business is still making money for you and you're still able to satisfy and help your tribe um so many, you know, important things with that aspect, which is why we did a, a whole series, almost two months, on solopreneur success and really thinking about those things and yeah. some of those aspects. So it's more fun where I'm at. One of the lies that we tell ourselves, one of the excuses that we 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 use. Uh, the other one is I don't have time. Is it that you don't have time, or you're just not making time? You know, we've talked a lot about time management uh, as a solopreneur, as an entrepreneur, even in season two, uh, we touched upon some time management aspects, but I've started to really change the thought process in the sense of I can't really manage time, right? Time is what it is. What I can manage are my habits within this time frame and this time period. So is it that I don't have time or I'm not willing to to do what I need to do to be diligent, to be disciplined and create better habits that are going to allow me to maximize the time that I have, whether that's turning off your you know the, the notifications on your phone, uh, blocking out certain time within a day to, to work on specific tasks, using apps that we've talked about in the past to help you be more efficient or even, you know, going through our focus for success course that gives you all of these tips and, and apps and, uh, and tutorials that help you to, to really learn about yourself and learn how to, again, manage your disciplines and manage your habits in a much more effective way so that you can get more out of the 24 hours that you actually have. Uh, cause ain't none of us getting more than that, right? We all have 24 and it's, it, it really comes down to that. How do we maximize the time that we have, that we are given, um, so another excuse, again, I don't have time, but I think it just really boils down to people not putting in the effort and working on the habits that they need to work on and having processes in place, um, having you know standard operating procedures or your, your daily method of operation to say, okay, when I wake up every day, these are the things that I'm going to do throughout the day to manage my behaviors within the time frames that I have to be as productive and as efficient
0: as yeah, I Yeah, that's can actually, actually be. what I love the most about the work that we did with the uh, uh, Focus for Success course and really helping folks get more out of their 24 is we have a laser-like focus on habits and on on des- self-discipline and um, habit management. Um, a lot of times I think you hear people kind mm-hmm. of talk about the concept of, you know, time management they basically say like, you know, are you managing your time or is your time managing you? Right. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, really what they're talking about there is, are you being intentional, right? Are you being consistently intentional and intentionally consistent when it comes to your habits and preparation and prioritization and having clarity around what are the most critical things for you to get completed and ensuring that your actions reflect the importance of those things? or are you often finding yourself, you know, um, lurching from fire to fire and whatever happens to be in front of you at the moment is what has your attention and what you work on. And so you're not being intentional. You're being entirely reactionary. And then at the end of the day, you feel like you never made any progress or inroads in any area. And so you felt like there was a lot of activity, mm-hmm. You know, there was a lot of activity, but I didn't make any progress. There's a difference between. uh. You know, the difference between, you know, running on a treadmill and, you know, uh, again, a lot of a lot of activity. But you're not changing location or surroundings or scenery or actually, you know, running and traveling, right, traveling and maybe running through your neighborhood, whatever the case may be. And now you're you're seeing different things. You're experiencing things. You're making progress the whole nine. Um, Funny enough, like I like in that instance, you know, because I, I think about, uh, you know, just my own personal workout regimen, the whole nine, right? I have a clarity around timing, pacing, um, distance and all that stuff when I'm running through the neighborhood, because as I'm seeing things, right? Those are mental, you know, mental check marks. Of, oh, I hit this. Oh, I got here. Oh, I got to this or right? I see, you know, I see the bus stop. I see. And so I don't need to check my time. I don't need to see how long I've been running for. I don't need to see what, how much, how, uh, what type of distance I traveled. Right. Because as I'm consuming these things, I can see the progress in real time. Right. Um, I know what my priorities are. I know what markers I have to hit in order for me to complete the journey. When you're running on the treadmill, the only way to know how far you've gone and how long you've been doing it is you have to, you're a slave to time. You have to check the time. Right. And when you look at it, you realize Mm -hmm. in reality, I ran this amount of time, but I ain't going nowhere. (laughs) Right. I I just expended a lot of energy and didn't make it, uh, make any real, uh, progress. Right. So, um, yeah, man, I I just think it's so critically important that, you know, from a time management perspective, too, you talk about like the language of how we refer to time. And, you know, when you say something like, well, I didn't have Mm -hmm. enough time, it's very, um, it's very defeatist. You know, it, it it's audit. It's automatically acquiescing the ability to get more out of your 24 to something other than your habits and things that you don't have control over. And in this instance, that's far from the truth. You have complete control over your discipline, your habits, how you prioritize, how you organize, how you set yourself up for success based off of how you're wired and how you handle, um, you know, uh, distractions and stuff like that, which is why we touch on distraction diffuser and a, a whole host of other things as a part of that program. So, um, yeah, we got to get rid of that excuse.
1: Yeah. It's all about prioritizing and don't, don't get me wrong, fam. Uh, there are times I, I may not complete something but I know, like, that's just an excuse I don't use because I know I try not to use any excuses, but just being real with myself, like, no, you had time. You just prioritized something else. You know, whether that was, uh, again, you yeah. know, saying I'm going to watch something on Netflix as opposed to putting in, in in an hour to, to handle a particular task. I made that decision and I have to be honest with myself and realize, okay, why did I do that? Again, are there things I can do differently and make those adjustments? Um, So if you haven't, you know, again, if, if you are, uh, new to our podcast, maybe this is one of the first podcasts that you're, uh, listening to and, uh, you know, you've decided to jump on board with this five day pop up podcast that we're doing and you've never heard of our focus for success course. Uh, again, really helping you to, to really develop a laser like focus and again, get more out of your 24, uh, stick with us. We're going to tell you how you can actually get that course for free uh, as we continue to go through uh, the rest of this five-day pop-up podcast. So you're not going to want to miss that. Uh, Make sure that you continue to listen uh, over the next few days so we can tell you exactly how you can actually get that course for free, Um, which we usually sell for about $97. It's about a $247 value altogether with everything that you get. But again, we're going to tell you how you can get that for free. So stick with us uh, because I'm pretty sure uh, that's something that you're going to want to get your hands on. So you can stop making those excuses and telling people I don't have any time. Um, the other, the other aspect that we wanted to touch on is, or the excuse that people tend to, to give themselves or say to others is, man, I just, I bit off more than I can chew. Um, if you've ever felt like that, like you're just in over your head, maybe, you know, we talk a lot about goal setting as well. And and that's one of the the coaching programs that we have is really helping people focus on their goals. Maybe the goal was just too big for yourself, right? And you set this goal and I'm all about big audacious goals. Don't get me wrong, but it's making sure that once you set that goal, that you start to reverse engineer and take a look at, all right, what are all of the aspects? What are all of the tasks? that I'm gonna to need to get done in order to achieve that particular goal. I think that's where people tend to go wrong is they set this goal. And again, it could be a very big uh, audacious goal, but because I didn't break it down into, let's say I have a 90 day goal because I didn't break that 90 day goal down into these three months, the different weeks in each of those months, the different days. And again, all of those little tasks that I need to get done in order to achieve that, I start finding myself feeling overwhelmed and, and feeling And it may be even more of a perception than anything else and this is really mental y'all that oh man i've bitten off more than i can chew so for that reason i just need to quit i just need to stop uh or again i'm using these excuses as to why i never finished uh this process and achieve that Uh, that absolutely to achieve
0: um yeah I, i like the the fact that you know like you said we're all about big audacious ambitious goals um Mm-hmm. If you ultimately find yourself in a position where you feel like you bit off more than you can chew, uh, it doesn't mean that you throw the plate out. It just means you, you break the meal into more manageable yeah. bite-sized chunks, right? Um, you know, I remember as a as a kid, you know, when yeah, I got to that age where, you know, mama and pops wasn't going to fix my plate no more. And it's like, you got to go fix your plate. Uh, there was always that expectation that what you put on that plate. You got to clean. You got to eat. And sometimes your boy would be eating with his eyes and maybe I put a little bit more on the plate than I had the appetite for. Right. And uh, really what the focus was, you know, for me, it was that ain't you ain't throwing that plate away. That ain't going nowhere. You you need to sit down and you need to clean your plate. If that means you got to break it into more manageable bite sized chunks that means you got to take you more time. If that means, you know, I had to deploy strategy around what I'm going to eat. Like I'm going to start with the peas first and then maybe move to the mashed potatoes. And then, you know, you sprinkle in some of the meat and then eventually I'll finish up with the Like if it required that, then that's what I had to do in order to, to get it done. But one thing that wasn't going to happen is I wasn't going to throw that plate away. I wasn't going to be able to put it back. You don't clean your plate. And that's exactly what we're talking about. Like, who says that the goal was overly audacious, like the way that you know Jimmy and I approach it is, you know, that goal is, you know, it's kind of that North Star, what we're working towards. And really it sounds like the opportunity was in breaking it into manageable chunks and having realistic time frames of when you're going to achieve that. Right. Realistic mm-hmm. timeframes on when you're going to achieve that. It's all about expectation management. It's all about having a focus on, um, again, manageable, tangible, actionable things that you can achieve on the road to accomplishing that broad, audacious, big goal that you bid off. Right. Um, and so, uh, again, for us, you know, when it comes to our uncompromising entrepreneur community and it comes time to eat um, right and feast. Uh, and work towards these goals Like the last thing we're trying to hear Is you say you bit off too much Nah, nah, nah You fix your plate You're going to clean the plate mm-hmm. And we're going to help you strategize In order to make sure you do it properly But that plate going to get cleaned
1: Yeah, for our folks uh, Here in the United States We were celebrating Thanksgiving Because we do have uh, folks all over the world Which are blessed uh, Over 30 countries That listen to our Uncompromising Entrepreneur Podcast uh, for us, last week was Thanksgiving, and I ain't going to mention any names. I think you know who I'm talking about, but I had to tell this individual, yeah, man, you, you, you filled your <laughs> eyes before you filled your plate, yeah. or if you, before you filled your stomach, I should say. Um, meaning, again, you, you've you put all this food in, and you're looking at, yes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to eat all of this, and then you sit down, and you start grubbing, and you realize, <laughs> yep, I done bit off more than I can chew. Clean that plate. And then the person ends up throwing away. I, I yeah, I didn't I didn't take it that far. Uh I left them alone. But I did have a talk with them and ironically as we were having other conversations, I was able to bring them back and again tie it into life and to goals. You start filling your eyes before you fill your belly and you, you you have all of these these huge things that you're trying to accomplish, but yep. you're missing the little steps first. And those things that you need to knock out first before you could, again, go ahead and uh, <laughs> eat the whole plate. Um, so word to the wise, y'all. Uh, make sure, again, that uh, you do not fill your eyes before you fill your belly. So the next thing that we want to uh, to talk about, another excuse is sure. we have all kinds of clothing <laughs> that gets dropped in for us. <laughs> Is this this notion that it's not right? Like too many people finishing can be it, it could be a real problem. Uh, and again, we are really talking more about that mindset aspect, right? They become caught up in this idea that what they're working on isn't going to be adequate somehow. And a lot of us can be this way when we are perfectionists and trying to have everything we, we are, we're doing and trying to have everything that we're accomplishing to be perfect. But again, that in itself can be an excuse. Well, it has to be just right. It has to be perfect. That's why I'm not going to continue or that's why I'm not going to launch. I even think about what we're doing right now. You know, we talked about, you know, not knowing how to do something, right? And um, that being an excuse that people give. Well, one of the things that we, we haven't done. And, and I haven't tried to execute to this extent was a launch, you know, this five, this five day pop-up podcast and this, this launch process that we're doing for our uncompromising, uh, Patreon community for our podcast that, uh, is going to be launching soon. So again, be on the lookout for that. Um, but there was, there was time that had to be put in to learn those things. But the point is, is that it's not perfect but I knew, and we made that commitment. We were like, Mm -hmm. Hey, come hell or high water. We're going to do this. Like this is the date that we have set. And and transparently, y'all, we actually pushed the date back. We were trying to launch this, uh, actually last week for black Friday, but we knew we needed a little bit more time. But once we set that, that next date, like that was it, we knew that we were going to do this. And if it's not perfect, it's okay. If we have phones dropping as we're recording this, uh, if we have too many golden nuggets falling at one time, like that's okay. Um, What we're trying for right now is to provide you information to help teach you some things. We're not trying to be perfect in what we're doing. We want to make sure that we record this, that we provide it, and it gives you what you need, again, to be able to take action, follow through, and finish what you start. So even if it's not perfect, that wasn't an excuse that we were going to give ourselves and say, well, it's not right. So we can't. We can't do it just yet. Um, You guys are too important to us to use that excuse. Now, don't get me wrong. We want to do everything with excellence, but that doesn't mean that we have to, to try to always hit this bar of perfection. That isn't necessarily reality in the first place because none of us are perfect. So we're not going to necessarily be able to, to produce a perfect episode or perfect five day training, um, if If that was a bar again more times than not we we probably wouldn't even take those steps, and we would end up quitting and not finishing again. You're too important for that for us uh to to even have those thoughts and yeah, to even make that I think type it of also decision. comes
0: down to like us just having enough experience doing this to realize that whether it's from sports or through this podcast journey or through building out the coaching um journey and the coaching program and our coaching business that You also have to be able to give yourself some grace and understand that you're going to improve along the Mm -hmm. way, that both can happen, that you can get better and still deliver at the same time, Um, and that it doesn't have to be mutually exclusive. It doesn't have to be one or the other. It doesn't have to be deliver and don't get better or get better and don't deliver. In, In all reality, it is both. It is delivering and getting better at the exact same time. Because only through the repetition, only through the experience, only through going through it and either building the confidence or gaining the learning and the clarity, can you improve and continue to improve. Um, you know, uh, you know, uh, Tyson, actually, you know, I, I know we've, we've shared this before, you know, Tyson's uh, well, well known for I'm saying you know, everybody has a has a, a game plan till they get punched in the face. Right. And uh, Mm -hmm. really, you know, for me, that just resonates with the person who's the the uber perfectionist and can, you know, strategizing and game planning and what it should sound like and look like and be like it. But you but you never get in the ring. Right. You never get in the ring. And the reality is, even when you think that you finally have come up with the perfect plan, you get in the ring and there was something you didn't account for. and You get punched in the face. And now what? Your whole plan is out the window because your plan didn't count on your opponent having a a, a a strong counter, or your opponent having an uppercut, or your, your opponent being a lefty or a southpaw. You know, um, instead of um, orthodox. Like, and now all that time you spent planning is for naught. Um, and so, uh, again, it's just so important that you don't allow perfect to get in the way of starting. And the getting the way of better, right? Again, you can deliver and get better at the exact same time.
1: Hundred percent. So we have given you half dozen of the dirty dozen. And if you want the whole uh, dirty dozen and all of the details uh, in, in this particular lesson, you are going to be able to have an opportunity to get that uh, when you make that decision and take some action and decide to become uh, a member, a founding member of our Patreon community for our uncompromising podcast family. Uh, we'll give you more details over the next couple of days on, on how to, again, take action and take that next step. Uh, but before we do all of that, The last thing we're going to touch upon before we we land this plane and then give you the information that you need for the exercise for today, uh, for for you to continue to work on this path and continue to, again, help you truly become a finisher. And this is the ultimate excuse, the ultimate excuse, right? So again, we've given you a half of the dirty dozen, but there's one more statement that you really need to consider. And again, one that is used very frequently in conjunction with others, um, though it actually kind of works really good all by itself. And that excuse is everything is just like, it's just way too chaotic right now. Like there's just too many things going on in my life, in the world, between politics, health scares, and crisis of all different types of sorts. There's no chaos where this particular statement, it doesn't hold up. Like there's always going to be something. There's always going to be something going on. There's always going to be some challenge. And there's always going to be things that we were not anticipating those are the things that are going to happen. And while you can't plan for the unknown, you can at least make preparations that if something happens, how do I have a plan B to make a pivot, to make adjustments, or just learn how to be in the habit of making adjustments when need be so that this business can continue to move forward. So I can continue to serve my tribe and the people that are out there uh, that I'm looking to help and support. So a, a a few different things that could be happening in one's life. You're just starting, you know, this this new business, right? Um, and, and maybe there is a a new concept or a new idea. Maybe maybe you've been diagnosed with a really serious illness, or somebody in your family has. Maybe you're experiencing some type of financial setback. You're caught up in a crisis that affects your community, right? We've been in a, in a pandemic for the last year and a half. Now there's earthquakes, wildfires, especially on the West coast. Um, someone in your family in your immediate family maybe has passed away. Like, don't get me wrong, y'all. There's serious things that happen within our life. Um, that are going to happen no matter what, right? Your your adult children, maybe they've just moved back home and and dynamics are changing. You're getting ready to retire. Maybe you're getting married. Maybe you just had a kid. You know, we spoke about that with one of the gentlemen that were in our alpha test and um, in a very positive way, how he looked at that and as the dynamics have changed in his life, how he was able to to use that to really think about the values in his life and how that connects with his business and how he wants to continue to evolve his business knowing that his family and his personal life is involving as well. So the list goes on and on. So really consider the scope of this statement, right? And this kind of excuse, it can seem really reasonable to you when you think about it, man, it's just so many things going on in life right now and in this world. But again, there's always going to be something. There's always going to be some type of crisis. Fight through that, gain assistance. Again, be a part of a community of individuals that are going to help you maybe see things that you're not able to see and help you have a different perspective on where you're at. Or maybe they've gone through similar crisis in their life, right? And they're able to, to, to express their story to you. And maybe you're not going to take the same exact steps, but you can glean from them what they did so that you can then get through that similar crisis yourself. Again, y'all, there's just so much strength in community, uh, working with like-minded people and having folks that are gonna encourage you through those times. There's just there's just no getting around it, man. It's it's inevitable. So it's it's better to to mentally prepare yourself for that and think about if something like this happens, uh pandemic, not in a hundred years we ever thought anything like that was going to happen, but a lot of the other things that I mentioned uh definitely are just part of life. How am I going to be able to handle that as a business owner when those situations actually present themselves? Your mic.
0: It's live we told y'all we're doing this spot. it happened to me yesterday and now was turn on day two uh, what i was sharing which was so profound and you guys missed it <laughs> uh, It was i know it was. but um <laughs> no, with this excuse specifically um about it being chaotic man it's just so it's so broad it's so generic that it mm-hmm. reminds me of the um you know, kind of the the lesson that w- that we taught very, very early on, you know, as um, as facilitators when we were talking about um, emotions, we were specifically talking about report building, we we're talking about emotions, we we're talking about connection, we we're talking about communication, and we get into the subject around when somebody tells you that they're feeling fine, and we're talking about coaching, and stuff like that, and somebody tells you they're feeling fine, and how mm-hmm. fine is so generic that, you know, really, we broke fine into an acronym, which means your know, feelings internalized, not expressed. Right, never expressed, never expressed and yep. that's exactly what it's too chaotic. Is it's too chaotic? Is the entrepreneur's version of fine, right? It's that knee-jerk default. Um, if I say this, people aren't aren't really going to dig deeper, but it's not really what the issue is. And so, when the challenge, the challenge I would have for uncompromising entrepreneurs out there as, as you're listening to this is when you find yourself defaulting to, man, there's too much going on, stop, sit with it, and then define exactly what is behind that feeling or that sentiment. Define it, really internalize, ask yourself questions, right? Like Jimmy called out, there's always something going on. So, what makes this different than all the other times I pursued something when? a lot was going on, right? Well, what am I really, Mm -hmm. what am I really saying here? Is it, I don't feel confident. I don't feel, um, I feel afraid. I'm too comfortable where I'm at. I don't, I don't feel like I have the time or the mastery of my time, like get to what the root cause is so that you can properly address it. Seek out the support, seek out the community, seek out the help that is needed in order to bolster that area so that you can feel confident pursuing what you need to pursue, but don't, a lot, don't let yourself off the hook and just buy into that easy excuse of there's too much going on because to Jimmy's point there it's always something going on always something going on um, there's never there's been there's never been a moment in human history where there was not something that was going on right um, and so uh, get to what the real yeah. the real underlying meaning is so you can fix it so you can address it. Um, and so that you can uh, continue um, building the legacy that you ultimately aspire to build uh, through your business.
1: Yeah. And don't get us wrong, fam. Like sometimes you're going to need to step back, right? When this crisis is taking up your entire life and there's just so, many, so much energy that you need to expound because of this situation. That can happen. But there's a difference between a temporary pausing or stopping of things as opposed to just outright quitting altogether. Uh, There's some things worth fighting for, meaning we might be better off pushing through this anyway. And we always remind you guys that when we talk about finishing your family, right, and, and the people that depend on you, and also the people that you can help and the people's lives that you can transform or make their life better or provide some high level of impact to them because of your product or your service and how you do it. And quitting is going to stop that from happening, and this this impact and this super positive effect that you can have on somebody else's life. So there's just so many things that are worth fighting for when we think about this aspect, right? So think about, you know, the, the single mom that is is working days or going to college by night just so they can give their child uh, a better life. My mom did that when I was a kid, you know what I mean? And, uh, I think about my sister who is, you know, doing so many things in her life right now to try to give her family, you know, uh, a, a better life as an entrepreneur. Um, there's so many situations that you're going to have to, to push through. That's where that perseverance comes in and, and pushing through can have a lot of benefits, which leads us to the next lesson, which is going to be tomorrow, day three, of our pop-up podcast we're going to be focusing on how to take action mm. even when it's hard even when it's at its most difficult uh, so but before we get to day three uh, make sure that you go into the show notes of this particular episode so that you can get uh, the the exercise that we have for you for this particular lesson um, and there's some questions that you're going to have to, to really work through and ask yourself. <clears throat> Again, really step one that we're going to have for you as you open up uh, the exercise for, uh, for day two, uh, which we're titling the easy way, the easy way out is reflecting on a time that you gave up on something. And then out of these excuses that we provided, what excuse did you use uh, too often? Right. Or, or what excuse did you use to, to give up on that one thing? And how did you feel about using that excuse? Uh, so, again, we really want you to be transparent with yourself and give yourself an opportunity to reflect. Um, But then brainstorm, brainstorm some ideas on how you can start to get rid of that stinking thinking. Uh, That is the exercise that is going to be available to you again is within the show notes. Uh, So please, uh, and maybe, you know, again, there's going to be a lesson for every day. So you might want to open up the lesson uh, prior to actually listening to the episode itself. That way you can start to take notes and use that document uh, Whether you do it during, before, after, regardless. Again, give yourself that opportunity to finish this exercise uh, and get the most out of this lesson. Again, we're providing this information for you. So please, we hope that you take advantage of it. Uh, well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That is day two. Uh, of our five day pop-up podcast. Uh, we have a lot. Yes. A lot more, um, just golden nuggets, uh, and, and more of the hotness, which is the uncompromising entrepreneur podcast in this special five day series. This pop-up podcast again for you our uncompromising family. Um, please go to our Facebook page, which is the uncompromising entrepreneurs, uh, podcast on Facebook and leave us some comments. We definitely like to, to get your thoughts on, um, Day one and day two, and then be aware uh and be on the lookout. We are going to go live as well and do a live Q and A. So we love to get your feedback. We love to hear what questions you may have, uh, and again, we'll give an opportunity to um, answer some of those questions live as well. Uh, so looking forward to that. We're excited about the rest of this week and what we have in store for you uh, and what we have in store for our listeners. Again, as a thank you to you for rocking with us, for riding with us over three seasons, and if you're new man, we just thank you for um, taking that time to stop, to hit play, and to continue to listen. Uh, But we want you to finish. We want you to finish this five-day series, these lessons, do the exercise, give yourself that opportunity to work again on taking action, following through, and truly being a finisher. It's all about diligence, y'all. So we will remain diligent and continue to record. Hey, tomorrow we have day three. And we're also going to be having the final episode uh, of season three coming out, which typically drops on Wednesday. We might drop it next week just because uh, we want you to focus on this content. We have a really good last episode uh, with uh, young man, Denard, who is one of our uh, Alpha Test participants. uh, And we'd like to learn a little bit more about his journey uh, and and the things that he's working on as an entrepreneur as well. So be on the lookout for that. That is to come. Uh, As always, y'all, God bless. You have just listened to the Uncompromising Entrepreneur Podcast, hosted by Jimmy Gonzalez and Devon Watts. Thank you, and we hope that you pursue your passion, create profits, and build a legacy. Until next time, y'all.